0: Welcome back to Moz Garage. I'm Crick. I'm Kev. And I'm Smokey. And today's topic,
1: we're gonna be talking about envy and admiration.
0: My question would be, what causes us to compare and contrast our
2: lives so closely with others? And I wonder what we use to choose who we admire and what we use to deem those our rivals and my question is
1: can we be motivated by envy that's pretty good i like that yeah man because club envy was awesome you guys remember that place we took kev there for his birthday that one year there was a bunch of people a bunch of our friends were there it was a a bunch, a bunch of fun. Like back when we had the house, we went there a bunch of the nights. Smoky,
2: like smoking. Where are you going with this?
1: Club Envy. That place was awesome.
0: We, we were talking kind of more like uh envy and like admiration, more general kind of scent. Yeah, in a more general like,
1: sense. What do you mean? Time
0: uh, like- we find out grab a log and join us by the fire
1: what do you guys what what do you guys think of the word envy
2: i think there's a lot of negativity that goes to envy but i think i think it can be used as a driving force just depends on how you use it as a driving force if you choose to use it as a good or an evil thing right like how you go about doing it Mm -hmm.
0: to me it's like the second side of a coin though like envy's envy's like one of the seven deadly sins it's like there's that's where i feel like admiration is almost the opposite end of that like you admiration is the to me the good form of envy you admire somebody you don't envy them you don't want to take from them what they have so you can have it you just want the same thing for yourself you admire them
1: i can i can understand that and and i and i
0: think it's it's really
1: funny because like watching like full metal alchemist they have like envy as a care and envy as like one of like the bad people but like i'm starting to learn like more about like pieces of like envy and like how like the ho- like the homunculus and everything just like it just like in general but like i'm, I'm kind of i'm i'm with both you guys that like envy is always looked at as like a bad thing that like oh you shouldn't be envious of others you should be thankful for what you have and you should be focused on like what you control focused on like what you can have and what you can achieve but and 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 and, and i think and it what and kind of like an example that i want that i want to talk about is like just like in general seeing our friends or seeing our peers seeing people that we know seeing people that we even seeing people that we recognize look even like celebrities in general just like looking at the lifestyle that they live looking at the possessions that they have looking at like, the drama that they go through because of how involved in different facets and everything that they have, that they have going on, where it's given it such a
0: negative connotation. I think it's how far you take that, like what you do with all the information you got from that, like to envy them is just to like, I feel to let all the stuff that they have and all the things that they have that you don't have consume you. know what i mean and that's where that's dangerous you can let it do you can let it fuel you i feel like that's a little bit better of a route and it's like how you handle all that information but you could take it as like oh they have all that stuff and i wish i had all that stuff for myself why don't i have all that stuff they're just they're just terrible people and you have to put people down because like like that's the that's one of the dangers that i think comes from envy is like people can put other people down because of their jealousy towards them, because they just don't have what they have and they need to put them in their place in their mind. So they have to put them down a notch. And even just think about like
1: reality television, like how much of a stranglehold it has on our society. Just putting all these people, putting these people on like, like in the the The, light for people to see. The model
2: citizen, the model earthling.
1: like something along those lines or like this person is successful in terms of they have the money and they have the power and the freedom. And you right. want to be like this person that's not going
2: only that, through but like their they ninth tell us, divorce. They tell us what the symbol of success is, right? They show yeah. us the things that something you should be like envious
0: that. of. It's the American dream. It's, it's what they fed you on in the fifties and sixties. You mm-hmm. want the little house with the picket fence, with the perfect little family, with the two kids. And like, if someone had that, you're envious of it. You know, you wanted that for yourself. And then so many people, people chase that dream and got it and still weren't happy. You know what I mean? Because it was like, they were forced that by the media, like mm-hmm. this is something you want to pursue. Where would you rank
2: competition? I guess, if you had a scale of envy to admiration, where would you put competition on that scale? Cause it's somewhere in the middle, right? I think it would be dead in the middle.
0: It depends how you look at competition because back in the day, I would say I it's feel like, like it can so. swing
2: probably both ways. Right. It's probably averagely in the middle but it can probably swing both ways. It's who you're competing with. Yeah. Because yeah. like
0: I've learned that like in, in my experience competing with other people is not the best way to do well. It's competing with yourself. At the end of the day, yes you're going against other people, but you're never going to do better than you can do. And so you just have to go against yourself every single time. But, but what if it's like a friendly own, competition? Yeah,
1: what if it's something that like the, like number 1, number 2 of like X skill? that you're always competing and like you guys are trading off like number one number two or like, like one like per, the three or of us even, we, or even we just, push each other
2: we drive each other through competition right right something to that degree but we're never
0: we're not in the same lane with what we do you know what i mean and the same thing with those other people and i guess it's different when there's a money and a prize on the line your are your competition actually means something you know what i mean like you t- one of you winning is actually like what concludes the competition but like in most other senses, I feel like if you're just if if there's not one prize at the end of the tunnel, then there's no reason to compete with other people. There's no reason to make it a competition and an overbearing and a put down. It's more like just focusing on Does it always have to be doing. a put down though? Depending. We're competitive I mean, sometimes.
1: Even right? Think about like professional think about like professional teams. And like it's always like a competition to be like. The highest on the depth chart but even like top three and Dude, top that's, five that's like you're all a, you're all a team like you're all like you're you all have a job you all have a duty we're all here to help each other we're all here to grow
0: right well, how do you how do you get to the top of that faster by com- pushing yourself to be better than your teammates or pushing yourself to be better than you were Pu- yesterday
1: pushing yourself to be better than you were yesterday in my opinion like yes that's you do want to try to be better than your teammates that's but true. some sometimes it's just there's some factors that like your teammate is just like an absolute monster of an athlete and unless you like inject creatine you're just not gonna get that mass per se
0: and that's what i think is the dangerous side of envy because you can stifle yourself you can stop yourself from doing things because you're envious of how other people do and like that happens with art and everything when i'm like i'm when when i was getting started into art and i saw something like amazing i was like I'm so far away from that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm so far away from being capable of that. And I've heard it from other people who like do the similar things too. And then you'll stop for a while. You'll quit for a little bit. Like you'll just take a break because it's just like, wow, I have a long ways to go. Yeah, but but why?
1: At the same time, why can't you see that and use that to like be like Kev said? Your driving force that like you've seen. What people are able to accomplish, and you know, you know it's possible. You put the time and effort in at the as well that you can actually achieve the same because you have an idea of the time and effort that is needed.
0: Right, and that's, that's what I do now. Is I to get inspired, I watch other people who do super artistic things because it's well, wow, they're capable of that. I'm capable of great things. Right, we're all human. Change right? my mindset. Yeah, you just have to change the mindset. At the end of the day, we all have
1: the we all have similar capabilities in terms of human intellect and in terms of like skill per se, and what resources we have available in order to sharpen said skills. So when someone has put forth like an insane, an insane work ethic that has been able to just grind and grind and grind, it's something that you can really admire from some from that person that they've been able to put that focus and just continue to grind until they can get to that point where they don't have to grind as hard or they just continue to grind because it's what they it's what they know and it's what
0: their normal is that's where i think it's the energy Uh. that you put towards it because it's like Like you said, if you admire them, that's where I feel like you just appreciate the skills they have at hand. Like you said, you admire their work ethic. You like, you see something so great in it. You know what I mean? But it's like, envy I think is like in my eyes, and I guess at least this is how I picture it, is envy is more like the dirty side where it's like you either try to put them down to get them out of that position. You try to take what they have. Envy is more that greedy side. Envy is more where the greed and the lust comes out and you, it, they can't, if you can't have it, no one can have it kind of thing. And then an admiration is more, no, that's phenomenal. I'm going to let that motivate, inspire and fuel me.
2: See, See what that's I, where I
0: think. And what I
1: really, I'm sorry, Kev, you should, you should go and I'll go after you. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So what I really, what, what really Turned me off about the whole like the whole multi-level marketing and everything that I was associated with was like you had like the highest earning per or the highest earning people that that you were you always saw like these presentations of like their success like their giant multi-million dollar mansions and their charities and everything that they've established and their citation private jets and this and that and everything that they've had a hand that, that they've had a hand in, but you don't really hear about like what, like the people that are like a few levels below them have going on because they don't. And that's the part. And, and it's like, in, it's basically until you get to like that highest earning point that you're not even focused on like how you're going to like help your society, how you're going to like contribute to being like a model citizen and how you're going to like help other people. You're, you're, what you're focused on is growing your team and not much else than that because in your opinion your t- your team deserves your focus like you want to help the team succeed because the team wants to help you helps you succeed
2: i 100% agree and you made something pop in my head i want to i want to touch back on what crick said real quick because yours totally full circles this and i think there's a healthy balance of envy and admiration like there is with everything else. Cause envy is the part where you say, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Cause you're bringing them down to your level. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, and that's kind of, that's what they would always say. It's like such and such, you're not bringing them down
0: to your, your level. You're bringing yourself up to up their, their level. And you can achieve it's like the white glass all because of
2: amazing. Well, things. not only that, but you don't want to put them on like a pedestal. Because they're just human too. True, that's very they're true. just human. Yeah, you're bringing them. To that's the very true. Yes, that's true. And that's that's where it's okay. all about how you utilize it. And what Smokey's talking about, that's that's people utilizing admiration for nefarious reasons. Right. You know? That's where yeah, that's you, exactly. We utilize admiration. admiration. The, but yeah. Yeah. Everything has a dark side and everything has a light side. It's just about right. how you use it and how you look at it. And that's that's crazy to think about with those things because. Like you, you came in and you had your. This is envy and this is admiration, and and I think that's a lot of people. Everything, right. and in I'm this. just like, yeah, yeah, that would be
1: awesome to have. But like, I guess like my my core values was more of like, I want to help the community, and like, I don't want to like not put my focus into like help into helping helping the community while I grow myself. If I can't like have if I can't have a balance
2: right and it's all about what you're using these driving forces for right even if it is envious you're envious of all these places that have nice clean outside earths correct you do that you're envious of places that look nice and they're serene and you're sick of seeing trash in your place so you're cleaning your place so that your place will look nice but also because you're envious of how the Air quality probably is at these places where there's less pollution right. and stuff, you know, or any of that. It's that that is like a basic driving force, or you could use it as admirations, however you look at I it. I
0: admire nature and I want to see more of it. Like yes. it's a little bit of
2: old. It's a, it's yeah, a, yeah. The healthy, oh my gosh. That's awesome. I, I I honestly going into this, I thought there were two polar opposites too. It was really Smokey's question that, that made me question it. What do you, what they do you are, think pushes people over
0: that line? Pushes that line from from being just envious of somebody to be literally just.
2: I think it's a lot greedier. of times how informed you are, and how, if you if you actually. And know I think person, it depends on you know. how you
1: see that person. Like if you see like, to just give an example per se, you see like <clears throat> you're just walking down you're walking down the road. And you see like someone drives up to you in a Lamborghini per se and gets out of the car and they're just a complete jerk. They're like yelling and screaming, not at you, but just like at like life. And they're just like trying to like get attention per se. And you're just like, oh, and they're like six or seven years younger than you. And they're like a little bit smaller than you. So they are just so like this little asswipe per se, and you see like this person drives up in a and like you're like you don't know what they do for a living, so you don't know how they have that Lamborghini. But most people that drive a Lamborghini have a reason to be able to drive a Lamborghini.
0: Sometimes, so that's why unless they I, don't have the money and they're just buying and they owe a bunch of money.
1: Well, hopefully for the sake of the uh, for the places. scenario, it's not a rental. Like this person, this person legitimately does make enough money and has achieved success. And for whatever reason, they are just the way, the the way that, the the way that they are, but in that that flash second, that happens and you see this person and you think to yourself, like, what did you do wrong? That you don't have the success that that person has, because this person drives up in a flashy car per se.
2: Right, right, hundred percent. I've noticed I did that a lot more when I was younger too. That's that's where I've had what to like I mean, kind of correct do, do that. And
1: some people you talk to, and you, they're just like, "Well, yeah, like," and if the person's just like yelling at me, it's just like, um, "Pick you up, throw you down, take your keys, and drive away." But like, not everyone. But I mean, at the end of the day, tease their own.
0: That's where I feel like I've had to correct myself recently too, because like growing up without a lot, like I was, I don't know if it came from a place of envy or whatever, but it came from definitely a place of like jealousy towards people who had a lot where I'd catch myself being like painting a picture of them based on an action just because they had money. Well, of course, that's how it is because they just don't care because they have all this money and they just don't care. You know what I mean? And it's like, you got to watch that in every sense because that isn't everybody in any sense. There is, um, some people who think like that but it's you just you all.
1: don't know what anyone's true story is and I think it, it, it'll be funny that like especially like with my job in some of the areas that I drive for for my uh, pizza deliveries like they're like really really nice neighborhoods with like mansions and stuff and I'll just like replay and I'll just play like a drama show in my mind like of like this family that's just like going through like this like awful time something terribly dramatic that it's just like shocking the family and as i see these like multi-level as as i see these multi-million dollar mansions and stuff that i'm like passing through and i'm just like that could be a sitcom and that could be a sitcom and that person probably cheated on their wife and this person probably buried her husband (laughs) just like thinking of all this like random stuff
0: That's the side they don't portray, like you said in those meetings, all those people that had those nice houses and those big things. That's true. With money comes problems. Like it's just time and time again, you can see that. And it's like they don't talk about that when they're bragging about the good sides. They're not going to tell you about the dark sides that come from having money and things like that, too. So it's like you that's where you got to be careful with your enemy because you don't see that side. Right. You don't see that and you don't see that when you're blinded by jealousy, blinded by like Mm -hmm. you know, this distraction. I think that's where it's too. I tied envy really close to jealousy for some reason. And I don't know if I should be tying them together so much.
2: I think well, I think once again, jealousy is like competition. It falls somewhere in the middle, right? something jealousy yeah. Because like, yeah, je- like well,
1: like when you're jealous of someone, like you legitimately want what that person has. But you at the end of the day, you don't know what like you just know one little aspect of this person because of this possession per se or whatever it is that you want from this person that this person has you don't know all the rest of their black book you don't know all the rest of their history all of everything else that they have in order to be able to have whatever it is that it is that you also want so you just kind of have to look at it as more of like a what can i do to also have but like not necessarily like i wish
0: i had like what can i do to have that made me think of the big battle that i feel like it's going on forever it's like people who have curly hair want straight hair and people <laughs> who have straight hair want curly hair because you think the other one's so great but anybody who has up one or the other wants the opposite because they both Rest is are always greener ones. right
2: Exactly. And it's like to appreciate appreciate what you have and do
0: with what you have,
2: you know? Appreciate what you have. Control what is in your means of control. Yeah. I feel
1: like people that drive Fords secretly want to drive Chevys and vice versa.
0: (laughs) Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's, yeah.
1: Because at the end of the day, your car is still going to break and it's going to be easy to repair. Yep. At least from those two.
2: For now, everything's going to break. Yeah. (laughs) What did you play in band? What instrument did you play?
1: It started with trumpet and then it was, it was the baritone and then the euphonium.
2: I don't know what the, the other two are. So it, was the, is. it was
1: basically the three key. So I could like the the instruments that I would know how to play would be trumpet, baritone, and tuba. Those would be the three instruments that I would know how to play.
2: Those are basically Was- the same thing as guitar, except instead of blowing into it, you're strumming with your other hand. And you've yeah. got more buttons to push. Yes. But it's the same kind of concept, I think. Because you're playing chords and stuff, right? Yes. Like those. I I don't know chords, but I can play guitar. I have no idea what a chord is. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know any. I mean, it just depends on <laughs> how you taught yourself to play guitar, I guess. The ones that I do know, I don't know what they're called.
0: Dude, I have a, a chord buddy or something like that so you can like it oh, awesome. uh just plays the chords for you and teaches you like the finger placement or something I interesting know.
2: yeah I feel like envy drove a lot of my my goals as a kid like hanging around my cousin
1: oh absolutely you know, him and I would especially as kids
2: oh my gosh huge well, yeah you know you see firefighters it, and
0: action stars and like baseball players like it's always these big people who can do all this stuff and you're a kid you can't
2: do anything but it wasn't a bad thing because you could pretend mm-hmm. and exactly some things you could do like be an awesome roller skater even though all you can do is a 180 and roller skate backwards dude when you or... do that first jump you feel like that superstar right. you, it doesn't like you right. win, it doesn't You it this high off the
0: ground but you feel like you went as high as they did like on their first thing it's like to you it's you know how off,
1: how often like you guys played football i didn't play football with you guys but how often did you guys talk about like making state championship
2: in 2001? I didn't play football in 2001. I played. No, 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 I'm not student. saying how, like how long, but, how
0: much should we talk about the 2001 team? Yes. Yes. That was an echo. It was like an echo through the school. Like it's like it was it literally like, you you know, people like different coaches were on that team from that mm-hmm. year. They talk about the team from that year. They talk about stories from the team of the year. And then like whenever you're like pushing for state, they're going to bring up the last time they went to state. You know what I mean? And it's like, yep. like, how does you're this there How are you going to do it? Yeah. And it's like and that can be intimidating. You know what it I mean? Be. Like it's what you do with it, you know? And that's where you and have that's, to again and how many
1: yeah, people from the, uh, so my next question is how many p pe- how many people from that team went on to play in college
2: that's a good question a, few, I actually don't know a that. few our junior year did i think but i don't know if anybody went to big colleges but that doesn't matter they got to they got scholarships and stuff right i don't they know they got
1: scholarships to go to schools to yeah. not play football?
2: No, to play football for schools. But they don't have to oh, keep going to professional. Some of them got right, right, quite, right, right, quite right. a few so of them, like, quite a few of them are junior guy scholarships for not football for like their academics too. Right.
1: I guess the the point that I'm trying to make is um as much as they would always talk about it not very many of them went on to play in the NFL. So, like, as good as that team was, they weren't the Oh, yeah,
2: 2001. you could have been
1: better. And I guess that's the point that, like, it, it always seemed like talking to other friends that played football as well, like them talking about, like, how they would always talk about the 2001 team. And they never really talked about, like, how you could, like, they always talked about, like, how you need to be just like them, but they never talked about, like, how you should be better than them.
2: Right. Right. They can tell that's you where, where you needed to improve to be like them, but they can like never you give ideas to like be You guys nothing like the better. 2001 team. Yeah, that's that already, the best advice to give you.
0: <laughs> and people have already analyzed those tapes too. So it's like, you know what I mean? They know all the moves of does. So you don't want to be that same team. You want to be something completely different in your right. own niche. Maybe maybe some kind of shinings of the same
2: thing, but you're not the same team.
0: That's like, the thing. They,
2: that's, we should never try to read. The, re, the past is great is a great model for moving forward right Mm -hmm. yeah the past is something we always build upon
0: right that's that trope you see too with like all like that that big wig in like high school who was like the athletic everybody loved the popular kid that everybody want and then you see him like 10 years down the road they're still in the same town just working this dead-end job and it's like it's just that complete change yeah they peaked in high school like that's where they had it and like everybody emptied them but at this point now like they want anything else because to them that was their that was their limit
1: you know? i feel like some people can thrive off of people being envious of them like people that thrive off of off attention of others and then it comes to a point where you just kind of get spent of gain of getting people's attention like right. i feel like well you, you would think anyway like, yeah you would, right. you would you would you would think that there comes a point where i don't want to get everyone and their mother's attention i just want to get like my family's attention i want to be like the star of my family
0: show see to me it's just awkward any kind of attention like i do think it's just weird because i do stuff and put it out there but it's like even admiration when someone says they like my drawing i'm just i get all weird i was thinking about the other day because someone said something i don't know how to respond to it and i don't know how i don't bask in it it's just like i kind of like i feel like I'm kind of rude to them because I'm just so taken off guard by someone like admiring my, they, they have to be
2: making fun of it. Right. My right. Bud, right. My buddy, my buddy <laughs> is they the don't mean it way. truly,
1: you know, or, or, well, my buddy is similar in that, like, and I've seen where like people have like given him compliments on stuff that he has and he's just like, Oh, thanks. And I'm just like, that's an opportunity for you to like, Hey, thanks. Talk yeah. I appreciate it, yeah. it. Like you can like, they're giving
0: you an opening.
2: It's- it's so it's, hard. It is hard to talk <laughs> so much about something that you do, right?
0: Right. You're like, yeah. I don't know why. I've been trying to think about it too, because I don't know what to say to them. Like, yeah, I do say thank you. Like, I appreciate that. Like, that's mostly exactly what I say. Thank you. I pre- I really appreciate that because I do. It does make me feel like this little bit of like, good. Someone likes you can to try. Like,
1: you can try to subliminally like get what they like about it out of them. So yeah. you can so you can sit you can what talk you like about, about talk yeah. about well not oh, necessarily without coming out and saying because <laughs> everyone's like what is it that you like about it? oh I just then really like that and I just yeah you put them on the spot. <laughs> the first but, random if, you, thing but, they but see. if but if what you say is like that's usually what you're right. If you if you I talk talk, it, talk yeah. about an aspect that might of be the it, truest though like talk about an aspect of it that like you liked the most about it and then they can say yeah I really like and then that's, their genuine. That's a good like, way to they do like. it. Just talk about what, yeah.
0: Cause I don't want to give away too. I don't want to give it reason exactly. because I want people to take the reason for themselves. And, but to,
1: and especially like, I think about like people like artists that like, when I've been in like galleries and stuff and like, if I say something, like if I, if I, if I, if I catch eye contact, like shit, I got to say something. So, Hey, I really, Hey, I re- I really like such and such. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like they have something to say about that. They have something to say about this. And then we're having a conversation.
0: Right. And that's where like uh one of my friends who uh has done this for even longer than I have, he said that like when people do it to him, like like and that's what made me kinda of realize too, when people say like good or nice job and like he finds himself like ask like like you said, Kev, like what do you mean by that? Like is there an ulterior motive? Like do you really mean that? And it's weird that your mind Get in your like, own head. Yeah, that you can go that way. And like, but and some other people can be fueled by that where they let get to be. Probably because
1: you've point. had yeah. friends or you've had peers or people that you have received that right. feedback from. That where it's like you, <laughs> you feel nailed, like you're just gonna receive it from everyone.
0: Nailed that on the head. <laughs>
1: the ones and zeros again. <laughs> right? And that's you, got to you don't know until you don't yeah. know
0: you, you don't know from
2: right. your
1: friends
0: until you try.
2: That's true. You know, it's true.
0: That's where you just gotta deep program, you know. And change your mindset 100%. appreciate yourself too like that's where it's at that's where at. Say you can't like envy other people and like what they do and because like you're your only competition at the end of the day you are your competition you are the thing that you got to bet with like your mind like i said like if i my friend that's me the only thing that makes like artists and artists is their confidence the ability to actually put themselves out there and have the ability of that confidence in your own work and the, what you do like That's the only thing that's ever going to do it. That's that's what's going to get you to put your stuff into like a art room or a gallery because you don't care what everybody else thinks. You're doing it just Mm because you need to do it, you know. And it's it's a weird, such a hard obstacle. You need to simple obstacle.
1: You need to you need to have your driving force at the end of the day, and whatever it is that you choose to be your driving force, is however far you get into the venture that you're going on.
0: Right. Could. Can, that made me just think. Can you be envious of
2: yourself? Well, that's where I was going to say. I heard a quote: "Self, make make your hero your yourself in ten years." I like that. I don't remember where I heard that quote from, but your hero should be yourself in ten years. That's that's where I've, that's been motivating me lately. Because like,
0: I don't know the actions I'm going to do, but I, I, said I like this year's idea. Day, be- I like the idea behind that. Like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do something to make the world a better place. I don't know how, but future me is going to do that. And when I think about that, that makes me feel really good. You're saying that now. It gives me energy.
2: Future you is going to do it. You got to start listening. You got to start writing
0: stuff down. Right. But the thing is, is you don't need to know where you're going. You need to set your, you need to do the right things, be consistent with yourself and like put yourself in the right places. And like, you don't have to know the end game. You don't have to always know where things are going, but you can know the steps to get there. And like, yeah, just set a picture for yourself in the future. And it doesn't have to be crystal clear. It doesn't have to be defined and all drawn out of exactly what you're going to be, but build an image of who you want to be and like what reflection you want to have in the world. Make your goals broad. Yeah. That way you get a bunch of little successes. Like, that is, there's a quote that says something like that. Build momentum. Like, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll end up among the stars. You know yeah. what I mean? Just aim high. Aim as high I like as that, you quote. Can. That, quote, quote. that quote. Such th- a good quote.
1: That quote speaks volume, man, because it's like, shoot and put as much energy and as much effort as you can. Because at the end of the day, you did it. You did what you told yourself you were going to do and you you can feel that accomplishment. And even though and even though you may not have made it to space, you're up there with the stars.
2: That that brings along another good point is you look at, like you were saying, you see all these people that have all these things, and you see all their successes, but what they don't show you is the failures they had to go through to get to Mm -hmm. that. Right? Like most don't. Yeah. In some, most of the first try,
1: some opportunities that I have had where I have the ability to ask someone like, how did you get to the position that you're in? A lot of them have started with the failures and that's what I've respected because they don't, because they don't just, they don't just say, Oh yeah, I got, I, I do this and it's all this and that and this and that it's like, no, like it's a grind. It's you got to go. It's like you got to you got to you got to move forward, get knocked down and get back up and keep
0: moving forward. That's how I talk about being a manager. I sucked at being a manager when I first I let people walk all over me. I did everything for myself. I like not a good manager at first. You know what I mean? But like Mm -hmm. I learned those lessons and that's where it's like I know anybody can do it. If I was such a crappy manager and was able to get past that, that means other people could be bad managers to become good
2: managers. You know what I mean? It makes it more attainable. 100%. One hundred percent. Could you, have, could you have an interview question as, "What's your most memorable failure?" Mm-mm. Ooh, that's a good question, though. Oh that's no, you could. Really, you could. I really, thought you said, "Did I? Really. I can, or did I already?" That's a yeah. really good
1: question. That'd be an okay because, question it's, to ask, Because right? especially you get you get some people that are going to be like, "Oh, I've never had a failure. I've always succeeded." It's like, okay. Well, but well, like, what put, is your but most what the, pe- Sorry, but the people that genuinely say or like I sure talk about fail. a failure and oh. talk about what they learned from it. That's the per- those are the people that stand out.
0: All right? right? Yeah. Cause I was going to say, what's your most informative failure, but exactly that what's your most memorable and see if they talk about what they learned from it on their own. Right. And because why, why else would right? it be memorable
1: right. aside exactly. from the fact of, Oh, well I tried to do something with a company and it failed and I, and, I, and they, they fired me.
0: Some people might end there. Some people might think about a bad failure and not have like a, what came from it. And that's where their focus is because like, Something always comes from it there. There's mm-hmm. no matter what you do, and you end up doing on something the position else that you're looking you know?
1: to hire for. If you're looking for someone that like needs to be able to think on their feet, you don't want someone that's going to just be, Oh yeah. Like it happened.
0: No. Or right. someone who's going to have failures happen every day. Like customer service, you're going to have failures. Yeah. You're going to have sales that go wrong. Cause someone that's just going
1: to be like, you know yeah, I mean? hold on one moment. I'll grab my manager. Right. And like but you, you got to you have your sales sales, program, hand it off. Right?
2: Put what? the onus on someone else. No mm-hmm. sense of urgency. No right.
1: sense of accountability. Right. No that's of one of the untrainables.
0: You know, sense of urgency, motivational fit, like untrainable things that you can't train. I can train you on so many things, but I can't make you want to work. I can't make you want to come to work. I like. I can do different assets. I can make the job a fun place, but I can't make you want to do your job. Like that's comes from you first.
2: Not to make light of this but do you think spidey senses enhance sense of urgency to a degree
0: I feel like it just makes you th- get there faster because they, think they' that
2: would go in retail if you worked in retail I feel it could be like sensory overload I All feel right. like you
0: could kind of can though because like you know what's gonna happen like there was a customer that came in that complained about like what are you doing with their id? And like, that was one of the first things I interacted with my person at reception for, because we have to check your ID and we have to scan you in. It's just what we have to do for the state. And I automatically knew I'm going to have to help with the sale. It's going to happen. I'm going to stay around the sale. I'm going to have to stay around. This person is going to be a pain in the ass. And exactly that, there is a pricing issue with what happened. So it's like a little bit, you can hit your spidey senses, but it's like more of a trained
2: interaction that's a self-training thing though you have to i think you have to, it, that's an also, accountability thing again it's
1: it's also more of an awareness thing though because True. you've been there in that situation before so it's made you more aware of it for the future exactly like it, exactly like you so know trained what his signals mind. to pick up on now yeah
0: so what is that what the spidey sense is though it's pretty much just feeling the premonition beforehand or just knowing what's going to happen i guess he sees stuff that he hasn't experienced before so he's not knowing because of past interactions I don't how does
2: but he, it's like a sensation. He knows something bad's about to happen. Yeah, but yeah you it's,
1: it's 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 almost like a hindsight or like a clairvoyance.
0: But there was something that had tr- what triggered it. You know, something had to trigger that thing, and that's exactly what that yeah, her saying that thing is what triggered it right? for me. Yes. Yeah, you know. But it's so it's like what triggers it how fat. It? I don't know. I guess I don't understand Spidey sense.
1: <laughs> I
0: guess it just it. You have to go through it and then.
1: After you're done going through it, be like, whoa.
2: Or just every time you what feel that, i just, and say my spidey what, sense is tingling. What did I just do?
1: <laughs> and sometimes, like, I guess maybe that, so that's what that means when I, I have said, I have had moments where, and then I've said, and, and I've said, my spidey senses are tingling. I've always thought of, I've said it as a joke. I have to think back to the instances that I've said it in, which is going to be insanely difficult. But it would it would definitely apply in, in right? like, a situation where you, like, just, like, outboss you yourself. Yeah. And you're, that, just, that and you're just, I'm like, gonna... I knew this was going to happen. I took care of it, and we're moving on, and no one – there was no crisis. We're not fighting a crisis, and I averted us from a crisis.
0: This, it's that flight or flight – it's a, it's a version of that fight or flight response. You know what I mean? It's some kind of intertwined with that because it's that same thing. It's like something's about to happen. What do I do? Mm-hmm. I can definitely you know say, I mean? and especially in, especially with myself
1: working in customer service for the last, like, I guess, 15 plus, 15 or so years or whatever. Well, I'm 30. I got my first job at 18. So 12. So 12 years that I've been working in the customer service industry per se. But like, especially you like knowing what the situation is and knowing like what you could, what, could, how, how could, how things could play out if you don't do things in the right sequence per se. And then knowing like how, how you can like supersede the whole sequence because of how many times you've done it.
2: Right. Like you, you refine your understanding of the process. It's like those games where you make a mistake and it's like, oh, shit, I got to fix that. And you mess something else up in the process trying to fix it. And it's just Mm -hmm. one thing after. And every time you mess it up, less and less and less, right? And then eventually you're just like, well, what if I just go to the very
1: beginning? And then I do this. And then it's like a butterfly effect that, like, fixes all the things going forward.
2: Yeah, or you learn that later down the road, right? Exactly. And you like, can go like, back to a like bunch I, of the unfinished things and finish like them.
1: with I, it. I think of the example, like the example that I think of, just like using myself, like it, <clears throat> for the job that I do, for like the program that I'm on. Like if they don't have documents, then I call them and I ask them for the documents before the program that they had me on. If they don't have documents, I send them an email and I say, "Hey, I need your documents." Or I send them a physical letter in the mail and I say, "Hey, I need your documents." I don't call these people. But I always thought to myself, like, why don't I just call these people, like, just call them? Hey, I got your application. I'm just missing this document. Can I please get this? Like, send it to me this way. Like, then we've had interaction, because then it's like, if they don't respond with the document by like, the 10th day, then I'm calling them again. And then if they don't respond again, by the 30th day, I'm denying their stuff because they didn't respond to anything. Right. Which 30 days. Yes, that's a long period of time. If you're not going to respond to something that you applied for assistance for in 30 day time frame, like something's going on. Like, if, do you need this assistance? Because we're trying to help you. Right.
2: Right. If You must not need it that bad if you're not trying.
1: Exactly. That's I feel like that's kind of their mindset behind it. And that's kind of why it's like, well, if they didn't give you all this stuff at first, send it back to them and be like, I can't give you the money yet because I need this. But you could call them and you could put them on the spot, but it's opening your, yourself up to questions because you're getting them live on the phone as opposed to just sending their stuff back to them. And then you're you not. You might have committed. to have a conversation. Exactly. You and might that, have to talk to another. That's human. what the mentality was <laughs> was that you can do that, you can call them, but then you may or may not have to have a conversation with them. And you don't know how that conversation is gonna go. <laughs> <turn> off point <laughs> where you can honestly just send it back to them, and then you don't have to have a conversation unless they call it. Unless they call you, then you have to have a conversation. Right. And if you magically get the call because they have because it's call center agents. I do think it's kind of odd that like for as much as we do, like people can't call in and be like, I received such and such from such and such. Are they available? They don't have like a way to transfer to us Hmm. or at least none that I've seen yet. But then again, because we're all doing different jobs, like my job is to process the applications and then there's other people's jobs that are to take the incoming calls. And the part that kind of gets me is that these people will take these incoming calls and they're going to say, I have a question on such and such, and they're (laughs) going to pull up their application and they're going to be like, I will send that person uh, communication to reach out to you. So then they send me an email and they're like such and such called in. They had a question about this. And it's like we leave notes on the applications so that if people call in and they can like the person that takes the call can read this note and be like they sent it back to you because they need this. This is how this works. And it's like one or two of the one or two of the people that take the calls it seems like they don't even look at the notes because they will just send the, like, I'll just get an email, such and such called for you, please call them back. It's like, did you even try to open the application for them? Did you even try to look at the note that I left them a voicemail because I need such and such? Like it will like, what's the purpose of us leaving these detailed notes? If you're not looking at the stuff before you just send it back to me. That was part of the, like, that was part of the, people at like people asking questions in that regard at some of the other places that I've worked at where it like stirs up the workplace.
2: Communication. is a good topic for another episode. Forms <laughs> communication in all its forms. If We haven't already done that. What are we. What
0: are we at time wise?
2: Uh, a little bit, it.
1: a little bit over an hour. Or so I think we started around like t- a little bit, pa- a little bit after 10.
2: Can't wait for this
1: late. to tell me. It was something like that. Forgot where I was going with this with my with my story. We were saying we were talking
0: about. I'm talking about. What did I just talk about? That's where you went into work for a little while. Yeah. Like you got you got deep in deep into your work again. Yep. But what, what but it, it, we started off of the it, the reactions from like spidey senses and then you like oh yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah just
1: yeah. in terms of like manage it like managing co- that's right that's yeah 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 one a thing lot, I was, a I, lot I, of that will definitely have to be uh cut out because I'm talking <laughs> about work a lot
0: um oh good yeah you're good one thing I was gonna say even if we don't put in the podcast I just want to mention this because we talked about like reactions it's kind of we we were tangenting before that too because we were We were getting a little bit off, Um, but uh, about Spidey senses and stuff. There was this thing I was watching where um, the dude, like he did this test where like there was this button and you had for your like reaction time. Mm -hmm. And he said, push the button. And they had this thing wired up to their like brain and their subconscious that was going to tell when they decided to push the button. Instead
2: of when they actually pushed it.
0: Instead of when they actually did. And every time before they got a chance to move the Light would already go off. So before they made the decision to push the button, their subconscious had already made the decision to push the button. We can so measure it was how like
2: quick the, the action goes to the nerve then. That's well like on that, that too. <laughs> who's making
0: the thought? Like, are you think you're that's consciously like that, making like the decision that, to push the button? But you'd like already made the decision to push the button.
1: That goes in a circle just, that you that you have right. to like push the button and make the light stop and you win like the jackpot if you make it stop on like the bulb or whatever when they like you know that game like that jackpot game that go, like goes in a circle
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah. yes yes i won that one time on accident but this is beating nice. yourself. my mom this did the cool same thing on accident
1: <laughs> i feel like anyone that's always on that accident. game exactly anyone that has ever won that game said that they won on accident because <laughs> they have never they're always ever, tried they've, to do the they've never we, able... you know
0: they're rigged like jack like uh lottery machines right like they have certain amount of times that they pay out. It's mm-hmm. not random. Like right. lottery is not random. Like none of that stuff's random. Like it's it's randomized, but it's not completely random because there's a certain win to loss ratio. Like right. they all have them. Built and I feel in like that's and that's, and, 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 and especially I I feel Even like lottery tickets that you buy.
1: Probably the way that it landed on the jackpot, it's like it slowed down and then it did like one extra like slow down than like one, the normal choosing
2: three normally stop. Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. And then four oh. just happened to land on the jackpot line. Right.
1: So that's I where they were say. they were like they were like, I accidentally won this game because it broke it. Gave I, me an extra, it, it extra. Broke. Click. It, yeah, something something along those lines. My legs are really, really numb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you sitting like that the whole time? Oh, oh about halfway. And then nice. I had to take one of my legs out because it got really, really
0: fucking numb. Sometimes you can do that too, like a lot of like the Jesus. Uh, it, uh, was like it was comfortable for the first. It was comfortable one leg.
1: Yeah, it was comfortable for the first like half hour. Or so, and that's what I was doing for a little bit. For a little bit too, was I had like the, I had like the one leg going because that was comfortable. Oh, oh holy fuck!
0: When you're tall, you just don't fuck with your legs. Right. Well, you're putting a lot of. It's like every. I forgot what it is. It's like every pound that you lose is like four. Or ten pounds off your—I don't know—it's a lot of extra pounds off your knees. Mm-hmm. Every pound that you lose of weight,
1: and so think about so better to have more. muscle or And think and muscle. think think about Depends think how about much. think about the people it's that the muscle, weigh less ratio. than a hundred pounds it's and horrible. how little effort is being being exerted on the those little knees of theirs. Right, I feel like my patellas yeah, are they smaller, smaller than they knees.
0: used to be. Right, smaller joints, like. I don't know. That's right. Just fucking got to stick, start taking care of that shit now. <laughs> I know, dude. It's crazy to think about. Uh, the Do girl yoga. That, yeah. Real, the girl no, is good for you. The girl that I, that I work with. She just went to her chiropractor too, <laughs> and he like showed her. She like showed me the X-rays and she's like, "It's, it's fucked up." Like, I could probably get. Dude, like, I like,
1: I feel like everyone goes to a up. chiropractor and gets X-rays and they're just like. Oh my God, you're back! It's all—it's all messed up. Like, right. just, just think about it. this.
2: Well, think about how much you've done in your life. Like, mm-hmm. of course, your back's gonna get jacked up. Your body's not perfect. He, of course.
0: <laughs> he quoted her twenty-six hundred dollars cab for three months, like going three like months. three times going like three times a week. Does that sound right? I so got, do, times l- so got three times a week. Hold on. Let's do the math on that. Twenty-six hundred. Yeah. So three
1: for three 23 months, so 23, so 20, like 20, 2,600 oh, okay. divided by three.
0: Would be 26 divided by 3, 21, 24.
1: Like seven and change.
2: Yeah. Eight, eight mm. and change. Don't we want to multiply four by 28? Oh yeah.
1: Twenty six, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be it would be like eight and change. So like eight. So like eight. So like eight and change. So like eight hundred something a month. So now let's break that into how many appointments per month?
0: Three per week. Three have about thirty seven
1: so, appointments.
2: So three, six, nine,
1: twelve. So let's take this eight hundred dollar figure and divide that by. 12 that's and that's bad. how much that's how much they're gonna pay each session
0: sounds like 60 70 bucks
1: that's a hell of a copay uh
0: that's no insurance dude that's like
2: oh yeah that'll
1: happen then okay
2: yeah no most insurances don't cover chiropractor appointments a lot of them
0: don't that's for this dude i kind of want to go to him too because he did he wouldn't touch her for like the like first three appointments he's like yeah. i want to do x-rays i want to do all this other stuff i want that's to how, like...
2: that's how most are they want to go over it with you so that you completely understand what's going on seriously google subluxation like it's a legit thing you'll have to message at me because i'm not going to remember what that it's, it's subluxation anytime you're back, yeah anytime you're back in flames it like swells up and then that's where your joints can twist and then come down wrong Uh And I think they said it only takes like three, three millimeters of shifting and you can change the amount of blood flow that goes because that's completely where your nervous system goes. Your spine is like, I don't know the correct term for it. I call them a cord condom, but like what you send the cords through and it protects them and keeps them all bundled. That is the only part of your body that all of your nerves go through it's completely surrounded in bone
0: okay mm-hmm. oh it through your spine right yeah. yeah 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 like if you yeah if you've ever seen like i remember like spine spine bones in the nature and it's got like that big like hole in it
2: yes that's the only the only place that it does that because it's made for protecting your entire nervous system and then it's got little exit points through it and if those get twisted you cut off blood flow to like major parts of you that's where I need to use this motherfucker more because
0: I was given a fucking inversion table which I heard like helps like your body like reset
1: yeah is like that the th- is that the thing stuff, is right? that the thing that you like strap to and like it like
0: inverts you like upside down and stuff yeah it flips you upside down so your body can like realign straight and then
2: you gotta then start out slow though because you don't want to pull stuff out when it's twisted because that can just start to tear stuff. That's, that's true. true. I like Dude yeah, it's so true. crazy to think about that we're not indestructible. Well mm. the thing is is like we feel like
0: the human body is like the such perfect form that nature's been working on for billions of years but it degenerates itself because of how it's made <laughs> like right you know the act like of backs, using it
2: degrades it.
0: 80 it
2: it, comes, to it just, it just of people comes down, down to how you life. can it yeah, just comes down right. to
1: how you decide to Keep the body going, like how you're gonna nourish it, and how you're gonna take care robotic of robotic
0: parts. Just replacing 100%. all the robotics. <laughs> <laughs> Nature
2: did it, we can do it. Right. I, I don't know. have to do. I don't have to be cautious. I don't have Boom. to take care
0: of my body. I just yeah. I could go for an, I could go for an auto male arm. Right. I don't even. Oh, okay. This so one cool. don't even need just to be a few bad. <laughs> Right. I'll have a screwdriver in this finger and a flashlight in this finger, so I can flip people off and then i <laughs>
1: exactly dude think I about make mine think, like a magic wand, like, pull a bird we, out of we, it we, like, we were definitely we were definitely talking about that on like a different episode where you, if you could just like manifest your body into like different things like you could manifest your different fingers into like different like bits uh, into like a drill into like a screwdriver into like a flathead screwdriver into like an allen wrench a toothbrush a, toothbrush, a spoon a fork a knife a
0: I could smoke
2: out of my fingers. Oh, like, that'd be kind
1: of. I mean, you'd have to like punch a hole.
2: Change, so you That's fine. You could turn it into whatever. Would you it's change the composition of what you're made out of too, though? Like you could, you could take if you could reorganize the, the elements atoms, within your body. Like
0: you probably could, but be to that be limited to what you could reorganize the elements of your body, so you probably couldn't yeah. make anything. Well, we've got a little bit of everything, but
2: can the body survive without some of those things? We don't have like plutonium and stuff. Like you couldn't make a nuclear bomb.
0: Boys, why are the cops here?